0: What up, what up, people? Keep going to come at you guys with another segment of The Roller Agenda. Um, I think this would be, this would be the second episode of season three, what I call my third season. Um, my seasons will make up our 20, 20 segments. This would be the third one right here. The first season was like more than 20, but the second, but the second season is 20. 21 plus the closing This is the second second one of season 3 I'm going to talk about competition Just straight all about competition Nothing too, too much else um, Competition There are several Different aspects of competition I'm going to start by the basic The one that Anybody can get in This one is not about flying This is a show competition This is the lounge show The lawn show competitions are gatherings of different people, different fanciers from different areas, ethnicities, backgrounds, gangs, um, professions, everything. Everybody comes to lawn shows. And the more respected you are, and the more elaborate you design your launch show, the more people will come. Or the first launch show is always one of the biggest, and the last launch show is always one of the biggest. Launch shows is the showing of rollers. It's like a pigeon pageant, it's pretty much a beauty pageant, but we've we, been showcasing rollers. So, in my opinion, this is my opinion. Since this is my podcast, it's my opinion. So we're gonna do it like this. When you show a roller, in my opinion, it should be the physical representation of the Birmingham roller on the ground or in the cage or in the hand, whatever you want to decide we want to put it. Not in the air, just the physical representation. Now, just because a bird has all the physical attributes don't mean it's going to be a really good roller, a really good performer a really good breeder. It's just a physical look. It's like having the shell of a race car. this just a physical this is how it should look for aerodynamics and blank, blank blank. What determines it to make it a good race car engine trans and driver. Okay, tires, little, all these stuff determine if it's going to be a good race car. But the most important part of it being a race car, besides the physical makeup, is the engine. And then, the most next important part is the driver. Because no matter how good a driver is, if the engine can't hold up or is not strong enough, he cannot win. And vice versa, no matter how good a driver no is, car is. If the driver is not qualified to handle that, he can't win or push that car to its limits. Okay. Now, since so I made the comparison with, between a car and rollers, I'm gonna keep that comparison going on probably throughout this episode. So we so we, so we, came, we came into came to agreement that the the physical is a shell of a race car and the body of a roller. Okay, what makes a good roller on the ground to back up what it it could do in the air? It has to have balance, as in, it has to have balance. It has to have the proper wing structure and wing feather quality to sustain high performance. It has to have a keen sense of being which means it has to know its limitations itself it has to know that so then how does it handle its its limitations are not limit but its max performance how do it handle it we won't know that unless we on it but there are markers we have some families that are bold and head which means bigger head bigger necks and bigger head is just for a show it has nothing to do with performance it has nothing to do with stability actually if the birds not, it, it can be off balance um, I've come to learn that just about breeding and flying um, you have some birds some families that are just really good in shows they just like they got the proper Structure to win shows. But. but that family is not the dominant family in the air. So. That's what you got to do. Make that comparison from the show. To the air. You have to. If. If, if the person birds who's winning competitions. Are consistently. And consistently put up number. You need to pay attention to how their birds are built. I'm just saying. And the ones that's winning shows. But can't can put up no quality kits you need to pay attention there to that too now can you get them birds to look a certain way to perform like other ones yes you can it's just about selection and we talk about selection over and over and over and over and over so we're not going to get into selection pretty much just parts of performance or competition so, so all the bird have to do is be built right good eye sign feather quality healthy Balance um, type phenotype, which is the, the type of the body, and what else I say? Mm-hmm. Parasite-free, clean. If it can have all those things right there, and have the the basic fundamentals of phenotype, it can win the show that don't mean it could win a competition okay let's get to the real the real flying part everything I said is probably show bird I almost go hand-in-hand with, with the performing bird it's still gonna have a good time um, They gotta be balanced balance is multiple is, is key um, have to have an adequate muscle not strong Adequate to to propel that body type plays in part because when it's a certain type, it rolls smoother and easier. When stuff is more effortless, birds are more apt to do it. If birds got work to do it, they're more reluctant to do it and they're already trying to find ways to not do it. I'm saying, Um, so what you want to do is. You want to figure out your birds, figure out which ones, which type fits your family of birds. And that's the key to it. Figure out what type fits your family of birds, not what fits my birds or our next man birds or this person's birds. Your birds, your building. Which which type? And, and you stay and try to breed along that line and come to the type. Okay, let's talk about actual competition. Okay, we're trying to get kids up. Um 15 to 20 birds able to fly 15 to 20 minutes um kit together roll together adequate depth which is 10 feet which is a 1.0 well actually i don't know what the hell a 2.0 is because what 60 feet plus 70 60 70 feet plus i guess um you have a good quality meaning the wing position gotta be high x to, to pretty much like an a-frame touching i think the best you can get is an a-frame because the way the fiscal the way the perpidors are made i don't think they, they, can, they can close top and bottom it can look like that if a bird's going fast enough but actually actually it can't be like that because the way the wings are made damn i wish i could show you that So our job is to breed breed the birds up that can do this, just buy the birds, however, it don't matter how you get them, but you got 15-20 of them that can do it together, fly together for 20 up to 20 minutes. Now, the hard part. This is the hard part. The hard part is getting up 15-20 birds that can fly together long enough to create. That teamwork, where they, where they all used to each other, that cohesiveness is hard, because you get up to 19, then the Falcon come take one, then you come take another one, now you're down to 18. So you still find the 18, then two day 30, you come take another one, now you're down to 17. When you get down to 16, it's already wide to start trying to figure out ways to put more birds back in the kit. So now, all this cohesiveness, and went out the window a little bit. You're going to lose something because you're adding different birds. And that's the challenge. That's the biggest challenge right there. Keeping the right birds, the amount of birds together for the longest time. for they can gel together. That's the problem. Um, in the hobby today, competition. At least here in Southern California. It has dropped. Tremendously. And I've been trying to figure out why... It's dropped. Why has it dropped? Now, now look around, listen to people talk, and watch the birds fly. I can see why it drops. Now I, I'm trying to see glimpses of why it dropped. First of all, the fanciers today, the generation today, at least here in Southern California, they spend too much time doing everything but preparing for kit competition. They're not really preparing for kid competition. They're not preparing for it. They just think all you got to do is breathe some bird, get some kid, a kid up, and that's all it takes. No, that is not all it takes. It's because people thought like that was the reason why the handful of us here was able to dominate dominate the hobby in, in front of the competition. Because people thought like that. You got to put the right soldiers up together. You gotta breathe the right pairs to give you those soldiers. Now you gotta test them suckers, push them suckers to the limits to see what they can and cannot handle. Everybody trying to win wars, competition wars with adolescent birds. Not gonna happen unless everybody else do bad to get hit. But right now, everybody's still trying to build. So we gotta get our soldiers up, fellas. I talked about this not too long ago. But competition is not about beating the man next to you. Because most of the time the man next to you is the one that's not in in a threat even winning the whole fly anyway. Winning the competition in the first place. So why worry about beating somebody that's not going to have a chance to win it? So if he scored 12 and you scored 16, now you're bragging about beating a man that scored 12 points, but you only scored 16. And you two are in the bottom five of the whole fly when the 60 people flew. That's the other that's another problem. Oh, these guys want to fly against you right now. And you both fly and you wanna get twenty-two, one get twenty. And you bragging cause you beat somebody that scored twenty points and you scored twenty-two points. That's so elementary. And I know guys are gonna get offended, but that's what they need to do is get offended sometimes. Cause they 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 they, 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 they trying to go against small fish. In the Royal Rumble, if the person you're talking trash to back and forth, if he's not able to score, if he's not able to win, why are you talking trash to him? He's not the person you should be after. Go after the person you think going to win. That way, if you beat him, you beat everybody else. And that's what you guys don't get. You guys still tell me, i beat you. I can beat you. So what? He only scored 25 points and you beat him, he scored 30. So what? That still ain't shit. I mean, but you let somebody else that there's somebody else that beat everybody. They beat all y'all. So, what difference do it make if you beat somebody that, that came in that came in last place or next to last? What difference do it make? None. Stop setting your sights on people like that. If they talk about you, so what? So what? For all you Christians out there, you know what I'm about to say. They talked about Jesus. So what? Stop setting your sights on them guy like he, they talk about you so them talk. What you do is keep working, keep working, and keep working. When your birds go up there and do what they're supposed to do, like they're supposed to do it, and all he can do is talk, he's gonna lose to you. This person is gonna lose to you. They're gonna lose to you, and everybody else that you beat. And that's how you guys gotta look at it. Look at competition. You, you, I was going to competition trying to win, even if you know you can't win. You try to put the best foot forward to win. Even if you know your bird's not there, try to try to get the best. I'm so, so they have a chance to win just in case. Just in case you get lucky. I told you guys before what I think about luck. Luck to me is when preparation meets opportunity. That's what luck is. If you ain't prepared to win, and everybody else do bad, you gonna do bad as well, and you still gonna lose. But if you prepared. And everybody do bad and you prepared your birth to do their best. Even if you score 150 and everybody will score 199. You prepared to do your best and your best got you the victory. And that's how you guys gotta think. Just like that. Give yourself the best chance of being competitive. Because shit happens every day. Shit happens. And like everybody talk about. Skip this. Skip birds ain't this. But he just beat you. So if, so if you talk about this man birds in the competition, ain't this. That means your birds are worse. Your birds are garbage. If you talk about his birds not good, and he just beat you, what's that saying about your birds? Shit happens. He, he put his best foot forward, and he won. He came up with the victory. And that's what guys are not getting. Some guys think they're automatically gonna win because they got they they got certain birds. Some guys think, "Oh my, I ain't worried. About, I'm gonna win this because look what I got." Okay, stuff happens. You gotta put that best foot forward. Why you think your bird's gonna win this time and they didn't win last time? Or what, what makes you think they're gonna win this competition? And then another thing, if we spend not me. I know I don't. We spend too much time in other people's backyards watching their birds. I used to always tell people, I can't ever get my birds better if I'm in your backyard watching yours. I mean, we got technology. We don't even have to be in each other's backyard no more. I mean, we, we can do that. You don't have to can share stuff with another person without them being in their backyard. You can just share it. You can bring people into your loft. But... That's that's another country's. We're not taking advantage of that. So dude spend, I'll be saying, why is this dude over here watching this dude's birds fly all the time? And he never, he, I mean when do we mess with his birds? Get back there all day. get, get see, when you got time, get back there. If you got if it's not involved, if you're not interrupting the family time or whatever like that, get back there in their loft. It'll pay off. Get in that loft getting your law for the payoff. I, I promise you the payoff. pay off competition how do we look at how, we, how do we go at this how do you guys want to go, go at this go at competition what's your biggest problem in competition why can't you get your birds ready for competition everybody got good birds some people just ain't figured out their birds yet I understand that but the more birds you get up the more birds you can get rolling, the more birds you can choose from. Get them up. Um, somebody made a comment on one of the Facebook pigeon sites. he said that, basically, see, I, mean, I can't quote word for word, basically what they saying was, it don't matter how many birds you got in your kit boxes if they're not up and rolling, and they can't score. Absolutely true. It do not matter. If they're not scoreable if they can't score, what difference? Don't make if you got 100 pitchers back if they can't score. It makes none. If you can put them set up, can you put your brother right now and score some points? Can you really? If you can't put up no bird scoring points right now, you shouldn't be talking. But I like when people talk. That's why I just sit back and just listen. I know what needs to be done. I, I know what a kid look got to look like to, to compete. The way it look right now, ain't gonna be no serious competitions this year. But the Royal, Royal Rumble, so I'd say, I tell everybody, I'm just getting ready for. I'm just be ready for next year. I'm, my goal is to be ready for the, for the World Cup for next year. I mean, next year. That's my one of my goals. World Cup. That's the hardest one for me because. At the end, at the end of years, I get hit the hardest. At the beginning of the year, and I continue to get hit. So this means kind of hard. I know it's gonna be hard, and I accept that. I just got to make sure I just got to put the soldiers up right now and get them up and trained and flying. I got approximately three months, three months to get, get them all up and flying and, and doing some rolling. I haven't flew birds in two. Well, I flew some birds today. I flew out my main kid in two days. Cause my if my gut feeling tell me not to, I don't. Every time I go against that gut feeling, I always some always happen. Bad happens. So my gut feeling said no. So I fed him, and that was it. They said work them youngsters. So that's what I've been doing. Work them youngsters. So I had that. I was down to 16. I added four, so I, so I got now I'm up to 20. And I've added eight more to that group. Say by Sunday, I should have them up. And get that up then and get them bottoms up. That's that's my goal. Right to get all them up. Once I get all them up, then and one more kit to get up, then I just fly. After I get all them up, I'm just I'm gonna go one more round. And that's gonna fill up and make them kits even thicker. I'm gonna send some birds somewhere else. And that'll be it for 2020. Now I'm just pushing until I'm gonna build me a Mill, first kit. I'm gonna push them all the way till the beginning of October, maybe, maybe the first weekend in October. I don't know, something like that. And they'll be finished. Then for the next two weeks after that, I'm gonna push them youngsters. And the last kit I bred, they're gonna continue to fly all the rest of the year. But they're just not gonna fly every day. They might fly once a week, maybe twice, or once every two weeks. They're gonna fly a little bit. They're not gonna be sitting in the cage like I, like last year they're gonna be flying to some degree. So that's my plan, what's your plan? What you gonna do about competition? How do we select the kit? I I, I went through some details on how to select the kit, but just basic kit. Try to keep all your kits at the maximum amount of birds. Move birds around according to to performance. And strength to perform. If you got birds in the second kit, they are good. Break, they break. Try to break. They may not be as deep. And you got birds in the first kit that are as deep, but they don't break out with the kit. Switch them up. Trust me, switch them up, and then fly, push them hard. Hard means this is hard. This is what I call, when I say push them hard. This is what I mean. I fly them once. They land. Let them sit. So I let them sit for like, the first time I let them sit for like f- five three to five minutes. The second time five to seven minutes. Third time ten minutes. And then back up. After the third time I let them sit, get them right in and feed them. And they, they finish for the day. That's what I mean by pushing them hard. Push them hard like that. This is what that does. What that does is when it's kid competition time, you, you most likely won't DQ because your birds they're used to working. What they will do is they get in the habit of going up, coming down, and going back up. So when they go up and work, 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 when they come down, that's their rest period. They probably won't fly, they won't roll as much, and then they will lift again and they will start to work again. you won't to get them in that habit. Once you get them in that habit of doing that, the third fly is unnecessary. Just the two flies. Once they start doing that in the first fly, going up, flying like twenty-five minutes, coming down, fly low 7, like six, seven, eight minutes, go back up for another fifteen minutes and come down, your distance there's gonna need for one fly. But now you gotta figure out how many days you're gonna do that. Weather permitting and BOP permitting, do it at least four days a week. It's still, still a training time. As y'all start to develop, I mean develop like when all the birds are 10, 15 feet plus all of them. You can go down to three to four times a week. But you probably kind of want to make it consecutive. And you probably want to make it so that their last fly day will be a day like on a a Saturday or Sunday. The day you will most likely fly a competition. So if you're going to fly Saturday or Sunday, make their last day fly be Thursday or Friday. So then, next day they fly would be Saturday or Sunday, and then you're like that. You got to kind of train your birds to fly on the weekend days. That that be one of their days after they rest. You set you setting your your schedule for them right now. People might say I'm giving away too much information, but it'll help you guys. And you gotta do that. And you, once your birds, you can remember, pigeons are inst- are a creature, of instinct and habit. Think the habit so you don't want to start forming a no bad habit, so figure out how you're gonna do it. Maybe the maybe your, your fly day should be Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Keep them in Wednesday, and Thursday, and Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. I mean, I'm just saying, most of the flies you're gonna fly in is on a Saturday or a Sunday, so. Saturday so and Sunday should be your main so two of your days you fly, Saturday and Sunday, or Saturday, or Saturday, Saturday or Sunday. But a key. Anytime you fly to a bird and they do real well, I mean like really wish are saying, man, was busting a the day. And they do real well. What you want to do is when they come in, you want to reward them for that. So reward them in, so if it's 20 birds, you give them 20 tablespoons, give them 22 tablespoons, leave them in for two days and feed them regular those two days. Then put them back out. You reward them. See, sometimes stuff can become a habit, and then no, wait, wait, I perform good, I get fed good. It becomes a habit. After a good performance, fed good, maybe you perform all the time. Put on your birds, you got see, different stuff. You got to try and figure out, learn. You have to learn, like I said, you get to learn your birds. So. Now, I'm going to go back to the problems of competition right now. We have too many guys that put other guys down for various reasons. We have too much clowning, which is fine to a certain degree. See, the problem is a lot of guys, these days, spend so much time clowning, they can't spend no time taking care of doing what they're supposed to do with their birds. We didn't clown. We knew we had to be on point. We knew if we scored 300 points, we were on the bubble. That mean, we might still lose. Somebody, you got you, you worry about who's flying after you. Who's flying after you? Who, okay, I ain't worried about him. Oh, shit, he flying after me? Shit, he can knock me off. Right now, if we had 60, 40, we had, let's say we had 40 flyers in, for, for the national fly. That's 10, that's one qualifier for every 10 people, right? Okay, so that's four qualifiers. If you was in fourth place, the fourth qualifier, and you had 300 points right now, ain't nobody going to knock you off. I don't see nobody knocking nobody off for of three hundred points right now in LA, at all. Nobody. And at this point, myself included, at this point right now, I don't think I can knock. It's not guaranteed I'm not gonna buy off right now three hundred points right now. It's not. I don't see nobody here scoring three hundred points really, but I'm just saying you get three hundred points right now. there's nobody gonna knock you off? I can't say that I can do that. No certainty So What dudes do now is They ain't figured out Which birds are what I talked to Richard The other day Richard Hawkins Hawks, Hawkins whatever, last name, Hawks. Richard So he got. he has a plan He has a plan Whether it's good or bad or not We'll find out It's so now up to me to decide how good or bad it is There's some stuff he's going to have to learn I know I'm not listening to him talk But he has a basic plan Most dudes don't even have a plan They think all they got to do is take their birds breed them to fly kits, And that's all it's going to take Sorry You're going to find out a lot of birds you're breeding like you Shouldn't even be breeding You're going to find that out soon and you're gonna find out some birds that that you're not breeding or should be breeding. But most times dudes never figured figure it out because they never give the birds a chance. They think they, they got favorites, I don't have favorites. So, and then we have the guys who that never have, never have put up a real good kit. All of a sudden think they're gonna start putting up real good kits all of a sudden. When, they're, when, they're, when, they're, when the odds are against them right now. It's harder to put up good kits than, than it was before. It's hard to put up good kids now than it was four years ago. Even though we had a... Um, Hawks are still here, but we had a... We had a, short, we had a short spurt where we didn't get hit. Right now, we get hit every day, every month. So it's not no month free. You might get two weeks free, a week free, maybe three weeks free. But we ain't getting three or four months free. That's not happening here right now. So... So these guys... Don't have birds rolling right now. They got a few here and there. And they got a competition that's a month away. That they're talking about they're from the win. Man. I don't, I don't know what to say about that. There's so many dudes too. There's a lot of dudes right now that got birds just actually looking decent. Now, when' are birds be around next month. We shall see. If they're around next month, will they be able to do the job? We're going to find out. Are they capable of doing the job? We're going to find out. I will be there. I'm not in. I'm just going to be there just to see. I just want to watch and see what's really, really going on. And then when I watch and see what's going on, I can actually come back and do a podcast and tell you what's happening. I can watch everybody's kitten and critique their kitten. Their kitten, tell them what they can do to get it better. Some dudes might be just a chance, just might be a, just a matter of getting the right birds up and in the kits. Some dudes may need, may need to feed their birds more, some may need to feed them less. Some may need to go up on the protein, some may need to go down on a protein. You can figure all that just by watching people birds, especially if you watch them more than once. You can figure it out. You can tell if they feed them not too much or not enough. So we're trying to compete though. Color don't make birds compete better sorry don't fall for that the, the, on the why dudes keep telling tell, tell all you guys that the character of a bird character of a bird the character a character is everything it's a total package what they who they are it's make coming to us like who like your character is who you are that's you that's your character If you're a calm A normally calm dude Blah 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 Then you start This might Get you robbed You get mad They got you Out your normal character Or some people No matter what They stay in character Even though they get mad They stay in character So the pigeons What's their character Color don't Is a color denotes character Yeah because They say a character Well it's a male black Blah 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 He does this This is how he acts He's outspoken, blah 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 blah. Okay, that's his character. That's part of the that's part of the character. It's part of character. I can't say it total, but it is part. So we know that color does play a part in character, but it don't make it don't make that's that's who the bird is. It's not good or bad. It's not a good or bad sign for a fact. I know that. Hold on for a minute. Okay, I'm back. Character Overall character is is oh, character's overall picture of what a bird is, what he is, what he does, how he flies, how he rolls, how he breathes, how he lands, how he stands, I mean, how he eats, everything. How he how he drives his mate, how he take care of babies, I mean, where he is in the kit, how deep he rolls on brakes. All that's part of character. All that's character. And in there comes temperament. Temperament is part of character. Is he wild? Is he mild? You know what I'm saying? Is he calm? All that's part of that's temperament. And all that's part of, that's part of character. His expression which is on the ground. How he's built. Is he big? Is he small? Is he strong? Is he weak? That's also part of character. See, character is, is everything. So in your kit, when you're building your kit, you're putting 20 characters in the kit and all them characters gotta be able to gel and work together. Some characters gonna work opposite each other or better in opposition of each other. So, so if anything, any bird who, whose character don't fit that kit should not be in that kit. It's plainly put, simple as that. How do you know? Because when you have a bird that stands out for the wrong reasons, he shouldn't be in the kit. I mean, his character don't fit. He should blend in, and the only thing should be noted with him is his performance. Is he deep or short, stiff or not? If he's not kidding, flying above the kit, under the kit, landing early, rolling from the back all the time when the birds are not rolling, There's something to think about, you gotta check out man, his, his character. So, all that plays a part in kit competition and kit, building a good kid all that plays a part of it. Do you, um, you guys do understand that no matter how you look at this, somebody has to roll from the back. So, roll from the back is not always bad. It's when you roll from the back by yourself and the kid is not rolling, is when it's bad. If you from the back, he's going with the kick, but he's in the back. That's perfect because somebody got to bring up the rear, no matter what. But we'll never notice if we don't get enough birds up. And the problem is sometimes we don't get enough birds up to fill those spots. So we just go with what we have. I say we because I'm, I'm in that same, same same position too. I'm still trying to fill feel, feel those spots. So I look I look. One of my best birds, I thought was my best birds, that they, a falcon chased him and chased him. The birds came in and the bird came in diving like a bullet and went to a spin and hit the concrete. Was oh, that normal, that was normal as his character? Nope, wasn't normal, it was, wasn't normal situation either. The circumstances were different. He was chased, being chased down by a falcon and he came in like a bullet, like straight through his and he, he went to a spin, hit the concrete. Three days later, he was dead. Now, the question is, hmm, would that bird have done that if the falcon was not chasing the kid? We would never know. But, I don't think so, but we would never know. I had to ask myself that question. Because there's two more like him and the kid. But anyway... So that's one bird out the kit that was a real a dandy. I had a young bird that was coming in, that was another one coming in really nice with the kit. The nice bird, good kit sensitivity, but I knew that bird would be like that anyway. But and the falcon came right through the middle kit, snatched him to move on. So that's two birds that I plug in. I had a 22 bird kit, now I'm down to 20. Right? So now we flying, we flying. Birds looking good, came through, hit a black, the black got away, drove down to the roof, took feathers off. Okay, he's a little shocked, he back in the kit again. Guess what? Falcon came and got the same bird. Took the rest of his tail out and part of his other wing, and cut him. Now the bird can barely fly. So there's three birds off the kit. So I got to plug three more birds in. So I plugged three birds in there. So they—they they like five, six feet. They rolling with the kit. They kick looking real good as far as brakes and innocent. So now I'm looking at the kit. I'm like, damn, my depth. Hmm. But I know the birds will come in eventually. Okay, I ain't worried about that. So Falcon come through. Chase the bird, the pair come through, chase, 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 chase. chase. All the birds, I don't see another bird in sight. Oh, they're the kid, the, the, the McCordy kid. It's like 12 birds, Oh, so 12 birds is back out of, oh, out of 19. 12 birds back out of 19.
1: they afternoon of the day, they all come back to
0: Oh, sorry, sorry, I was, I was interrupted by my phone ringing. I'm about to go back. Edit. I'm not even gonna edit that. Yeah, I might edit it. No, I'm not staying there, I don't feel like editing. Anyway, so I was down to, I was had 19, so then I was another I lost the black. So I was a bird I called Bob. The reason why I call the bird Bob because it was off two blacks. So it was black on black, so it's B-O-B. That's why. But anyway, I lost that one. So I'm like, damn, that's I, that's two young birds and two solid birds going out the kit. So it's four birds down. And, and then was all was major birds, like part really part really good part of part of the kit. So now I'm trying to build and put back in there, so. I'm only down to 18, because I put 22, so I'm down to 18, really. So, what I'm doing, is I leave the 18 in there. I continue to push the youngsters, and I move tomorrow over as I see fit. So, that's the way I'm doing it. That's the way you guys got to do it, but that's just how I'm you how circumstances is. How, how, how things can happen. They mess up a kick really, really quick. And that's what I want you guys to see. Just keep pushing forward. Keep making those selections. Keep doing what you got to do. So I gotta get back to this. I gotta make take to make this call. So I'm gonna end this segment in the air. Well, oh, you you hear it.
1: Anyway, keep doing the road agenda. Out. Peace.